Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so much. And friends, it's a new day. It's a new season. It's Sailor Moon Supers. And it's we've talked about this before. I've never seen this stuff. Uh, the, the furthest I ever got watching it when I was younger is R. So all of S was new to me, and all of Supers is new to me, and I can tell you from this one episode that it's bananas. I love it. Uh, Today, we are going to be watching uh, Meeting of Destiny, The Night Pegasus Dances, (laughs) episode 128 of Sailor Moon, the first episode of Sailor Moon Supers. And to help us out with that, we've got a very special guest. That's right. Back once again with the ill behavior. (laughs) It's Sailor Business All-Star Shannon Maynard. Shannon, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm I'm fine. I, I'm having a Coca-Cola. <laughs> That's cool. Jordan? Uh, I'm having a, a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Now I feel left out. I'm not having a Coke. Uh, well, I got these because they have Santa Clauses and Snowflakes on the packaging. <laughs> and it's, it's Christmas times. So, once again, it's our Christmas episode. Of Sailor Business. Yeah, more than one. Don't start it again. Don't start it again. Don't start what again? The fight. Don't start my Christmas cheer? No. I love oh. Would you rather have this or the Jordan soundboard? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Fine. Fine. So, Shannon. Yeah. Uh, we've been through your history with Sailor Moon. We've been through your history with Sailor Moon S. You have no recent Sailor Moon developments in your life. Nope. But presumably, you know a little more about supers than I do. I do. And probably more than Jordan. <laughs> what What does that mean? Uh, Shannon's read the manga. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said it weird. Jordan doesn't know anything, Shannon, but you that's do. That's what it sounded like. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, well, you know, that's on you, buddy. Can you confirm that it's definitely supers? I don't know. I've always said it both, where it's like super S and then supers. So I just kind of go back and forth. If you do mm. both, you can't be wrong. That's true. In the in the eye catch of this show, when we go into the act break, they say supers. Yeah. But yeah, yes, they say it a little weirder than that. But yes. No, I mean it's. Hang on, I'm I'm watching it right now. I do not have this eye catch music, unfortunately. If anybody has this eye catch, send it to well, me. Of course. Uh, how can you not? I mean, I just don't have it, Jordan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want from me. Oh, this is actually one of my least favorite seasons, so I don't talk about it a lot, so... Is it really? Yeah. Because I, I can tell you, I loved this episode. I'll tell you straight up right now. This is a really good episode. It doesn't stay that way. Okay. Spoilers! Well, that's that's harrowing. This, is, this isn't going to be a Sailor Moon R situation, where we're um, all excited, and then it was like a death march. I'd say it's at least consistent, but a lot of the stuff that it's inconsistent about, I don't like. It's also okay. shorter than Sailor Moon R, so yeah, yes. that going forward. The, the seasons keep getting shorter. I mean, we've still got, gosh, uh, what is it, 170 episodes to go through? 
thereabouts. Yep. 70. So we're going to be here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't say we're going away. (laughs) But I mean, the the seasons keep getting shorter. It just feels that way because you're older. No. (laughs) Sorry. Seasons pass slowly, (laughs) but years go flying by. I think it's more season one was just really long. Yeah. And And so was season two. Yeah, season season two was so long it was two seasons. <laughs> I mean, I think the first two seasons are like 40 episodes each or something. And then from there, it gets a little bit shorter. Yeah. So, oh, uh, no, wait. so even, even th- season three must have been about 40 episodes, too, because we're 127 episodes in and three seasons have passed. So obviously about 40 episodes per season. Yeah, season one was 48 episodes. Season two was 43. What about three? Season three, I believe, is 38 episodes. So, well, this season's actually one episode longer. This is 39. What? So, yeah. okay. Well, never it mind. It just feels short yeah, because it's so weird. Okay. Uh, so, I guess, Shannon, any, without spoiling anything, is there anything we need to look out for coming up? I will say one of my favorite things about this season is how it looks. This season looks fantastic. They kind of change the, like, quote unquote, house art style to be like a bit more 90s. And that stays consistent between supers and stars. And when the show is on model to that new style, it looks fantastic. Cool. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. So do you guys just want to get into it? Do we have any sailor business business? No, man. Let's do this. Uh, okay. Because we, we're going to have a lot to talk about. <laughs> I agree. Let's Let's make it happen. That's right, everybody. We're starting in with Sailor Moon Supers, episode 128, Meeting of Destiny, The Night Pegasus Dances, directed by our guy, Kunihiko Ikuhara, uh, written by Yoji Inokido, uh, animation director Katsumi Tamagai. Uh, Originally aired March 4th, 1995, uh, one month after uh, the last episode of Sailor Moon. So they they took about three weeks off between seasons just to make everything weird. Well, it shows because this episode looks fantastic. Uh, so, Jordan. Yes. I accidentally looked at what the English title was because I've been uh, looking yeah. up all the information so I can say it. But that happened about how long have we been recording? It was right before we started. So happened about eight minutes ago. Uh-huh. I do not remember what it You're was. Kidding. It is not a good title. You're kidding. <laughs> I literally. Is it something destined? Dream? Destiny? Well, uh, I, uh, don't, I literally don't It has the word dream in it. it. Dream? It has the word dream. Come on, come on, you could do it. I, I believe in you. It's not listen, it's not this is not the worst episode title that they could have named this. They they they've done way worse. I think I've got it. I think I remember. Okay. Is it Friday the thirteenth, part three, Dream Warriors? <laughs> oh, I am disgusted with you because you're conflating Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the thirteenth. Nightmare on Elm Street part three. That's I right. am disgusted you got it. with you. <laughs> I thought you were doing that on purpose to make him mad. <laughs> you know what? That's a pretty good Don't write in. No, come on, you could do this. You. you can do this. You could do this. Come on, because okay, Chris, horse dreams. Oh, I don't what, remember. No, what's special about this horse, Chris? Pegasus. It's a Pegasus. Meaning it can dream wings. You, meaning it can flying dreams. Say that in a way that makes a little more sense. Dreams of flying. You're so close. Dream, dream, dream flies. <laughs> I literally don't. Remember. And you just saw it. Is it dreams take flight? It is dreams take flight. Did you really not know? And you and you just guessed that? Oh yeah, I don't. I d- never watched the dub for this. So now, listen. Let me now. Let me make an, an admission. 
Uh, I didn't watch the dub, the old dub, and I am really acting sorry. And here's why. Uh, And you will agree that I should be shamed for this. I actually have the legit, for real, DVDs of this season for the old dub. Do you really? Yeah. Someone gave them to me once. Uh, They found them in a random used used DVD store and were like, oh, Jordan would like this and gave them to me. So I'm sorry. And I will I will watch them from now on. But yeah, yeah, I've got the the actual for real uh, DVDs of this. Uh, well, Jordan, why did you like? We didn't talk about the dub of the last episode. Either. I haven't watched the dubs in a while. Was there one? Yeah, of course there was. I haven't watched them. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, Chris, how's the manga As going? Someone who promised to read the manga. <laughs> Exactly. I <laughs> You have the manga too. Oh yeah, but I never said I was going to read it for the show. We both have full sets. <laughs> uh, I rely. That's you know what. But I wouldn't want to rob the the listener of the joy of learning about the manga from our guests. <laughs> well, we picked a good guest for that. Absolutely. Pegasus is in this, as we said, because dreams take flight. Right. So we open. Uh, speaking of dreams, no, no, actually, wait, before we can, we can't talk about when we open. Okay. There's a whole big thing we need to talk about before we talk oh, about right. where There's the show a, we opens. We have a new opening sequence. Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's well, some of it. I don't love all of well, it. Okay. Here's what I wrote down. Please. Uh, this intro horse, naked senshi, baby cat. <laughs> so much horse. This Shira looking horse is everywhere on this show. Yeah, the only thing I actually wrote for the opening was naked opening and uh, and tux can fly. <laughs> there is so much horse. Okay, not only in the intro, he this horse is in the eye catch. This horse is on the title screen. There's so much of this horse. I hope I like this horse because we're gonna because you're gonna be seeing you know a what? lot of them. I just listen. Uh, I, I'm gonna I I I'm gonna let it go from now on. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it in the way that I'm not gonna do the monkeys are apes. They're not monkeys. They're apes thing. But I do want to just once point out, it's not a horse. It's actually not even just a Pegasus. It's a fucking unicorn Pegasus. The the proper name for that is an alicorn. Oh, <laughs> but it's a horse. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's a horse. It's it's a. Horse. Here's my impression of Jordan. Um, unicorns are real. <laughs> So I can call that them as I want to. Wait, did, what did you say? Unicorns what? Aren't real. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said they were real. I was like, I would never say that. Because you are, you, <sighs> Jordan, you're the product of a cynical age. Chris, even if unicorns were real, I wouldn't know because I'm not a virgin. Shannon, <laughs> 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 uh, can you do the rest of the show by yourself? Because I'm done, I think. <laughs> So the Jen, you were one kid and won't stop bragging. Shannon, you were going to say something that probably was much more valuable than anything we were about to say. Uh, I was, was just going to say, while we're talking about the horse, what is the driving force to why I don't like this season? Is I the don't driving like horse force. Yes, the driving horse power is that I don't like Pegasus. Oh, okay, like, I don't even like this arc in the manga because I don't like Pegasus. Listen, sometimes you just got to get on your own horse. And find a prince. You, can you guys please stop running roughshod on this podcast for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let's go back to the beginning of the episode. So it starts with us uh, with with the camera emerging from no, brambles. No. 
Uh, yeah, we're talking about the intro. Yes. Yeah. So th- we see the camera emerging from brambles. There is a horse surrounded by naked teens. <laughs> yes, they are doing the Sanchi have fully embraced the pagan lifestyle and are doing a, a, a naked uh, pagan ritual around this Pegasus. Yes. Uh, then they start flying at the camera and they by the time they get close, they are wearing their uniforms. Um, did this intro happen in the American version? <laughs> No, I, I'm, I don't think the American intro never changes. It's always the exact it's same al- intro. It's always just the first. Yeah. Finding evil by moonlight. It's yeah, always yeah. just that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because I do like, I do really like the way this intro looks. Like, there's the cool like uh, constellation stuff in the background for a little bit. Then the what are these? Are these guys the? Is it the Black Moon Circus? I don't think they say the name. They don't say it in this episode, but I've heard people talk about yeah, them before. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, they're the, all the scouts are running on a, a checkered, uh, a, a yellow and red checkered. Yeah, they're they're in the bonus stage from Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, yeah, the Dead Moon Circus. Dead is what they Moon are. Circus. Yeah, you're right. Dead Moon Circus. And then we, yeah, as Chris pointed out, you see Artemis and Luna snuggling, which is already like, wait, what? That's new. And then all of a sudden, a little gray kitten lands on their heads. That's how babies are born. <laughs> Sorry, a little what kitten? Gray. Gray. Yeah, like a light gray one. As in black and white equals gray. Black plus white equals gray. Jordan. That cat is purple as hell. That cat is purple as fuck. No, no, no. That cat that cat uh wrote the hit song 1999. That's how purple that cat is. No, 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 no. What is this cat? Okay, uh, Chris, plug your ears. What is the cat's name so I can look her up again? Diana. Diana. Okay, you can unplug your ears now. <laughs> so, I didn't plug my I ears. Know, I it's know. so purple. No, no, dude, that, that cat is gray. As in a white cat and a black cat had sex and their cat offspring is gray. I'm, I, 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 honestly, it's I'm not... like a white cat and a dark purple cat, but whatever. I, anyway, I'm not... On. No, guys, 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 guys. I'm not fucking with you guys like are you serious like you really feel like this cat is yeah, that, look at look at that click on the thing i just i just did a google image search. that's all i did but that that's gray that's light gray the merchandise looks gray but the cat looks very like look, looks pretty purple to me it's like a lilac color yeah like I'm sure they mean it to be a gray, but they stylize it to look more purple, so it's more interesting. Well, I, yeah, kind of like with Luna, where Luna's a black cat, and but all the merch is purple. But like, I, I think she's actually look at the, gray. Look at the picture I just sent. That is a purple cat. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think. Look, I think you're right. I think she's supposed to be gray, but she is very lavender. Yeah, I mean, but yes, uh, the the picture you sent, yes, but like in the picture you sent, everything is kind of toned. Uh, like Artemis looks vaguely pur- pinkish in that. Like, I think there's, like, lighting going on in that. But I think she's a gray cat. All right. So, no, I, I think Shannon and I both say purple. That's, like, I think you're right that the intent is is gray, but death of the author, Jordan. Well, I know, but I'm not the author. She's gray and crystal, but she is definitely purple in the 90s. Like, I, like, like here, here's what I will, here's what I will say. Like, the places where there's shadows on her, the shadow is kind of tinted a bit. So, like, the shadow makes her look a little bit more purple for sure but like the places where it's just her in in light it looks like it's just gray to me right in vote put a poll up put a poll up no i'm not gonna put a poll up right yeah because yeah, sexy chandelier didn't work out for you did it, it? Didn't. i didn't i was very disappointed in that uh so we cut from from that to chibi waving around her horse bell 
Uh, wait, 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 let me see what? Oh, yeah, I love that weapon. No, no, we, we, also you skipped the bad guy. Oh, yeah, well, no, I said we see the Dead Moon Circus. Oh, okay, I missed that. Yeah. And you, you skipped Sailor uh, Tuxedo Mask fucking outright Superman flying. <laughs> yeah, we, we, see, we see Mumra, and then we see uh, Tuxedo Mask flying. Now there's a bell, yeah, okay, I see the bell now. Then, then the horse bell. And then, uh, and then a new sword. <laughs> a new hold on, I haven't gotten that's it. That's my favorite weapon. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's this, like a weird this thing. Looks rad. Wand or something. Like, yeah, it's so strange. As much as I don't like this season, it's my favorite weapon and it's my favorite brooch. There's a lot of reverse snow. <laughs> well, it's like snow, but it's falling <laughs> upwards. I mean, uh, yes, that's true. Because they're in the upside down. Oh, is that what's happening? Okay. <laughs> well, there's a, there's actually a lot. Like, I made this joke to Aiden watching it last night. Like, there's a lot of weird things where there's just, like, snow, like, floating and floating upward. And it, it legit looks like a much more pastel version of the Upside Down. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so what is, what's the wand called, Shannon? Uh, the Moon Kaleidoscope Wand. Okay, this Moon Kaleidoscope Wand? Yeah. Because if you look through it and you twist it. The kaleidoscope part never really comes into play in the anime, but in the manga, she like gets bought a kaleidoscope and then it turns into the weapon. Okay, okay. I, here's the thing I wanted to say too about the, the, the end screen where, uh, where, you know, where they're all standing together. It, it looks a little bit more like the manga. Not fully, but mm-hmm. like the art kind of just is like, let's, let's click it one notch over towards... Uh, yeah, every season they add a little bit more leg. <laughs> yes, exactly. Basically, yes. <laughs> well, also, Usagi's got, like, when we see her, she's in Super Sailor Moon form. So she's got a lot of the little extra touches that you see in the manga, like the the little feathers on her eyebrows and the eyebrows, the extra big bow. <laughs> those are the not her eyebrows. I don't know what those are supposed to be. <laughs> They're like little barrettes. Yeah, okay. no. No, no, listen, I'm with you. They're weird, and I don't know what they're supposed to be, but they're not on her eyebrows in any sense. Oh, I like her little barrettes. I'm always sad when they take them out. I don't dislike them. I just think they're they're weird. Yeah, they are. All right, so new opening sequence, pretty great. Yes. Uh, I'm very pro of that. Done. The episode proper begins with Shinaqua Illusion. <laughs> don't, don't think you can just drop that in there and we won't notice. Wait, the, what? There's a there's a bit where we see the water drop like the water droplet on the black screen, uh, and it oh. makes the ripples. It's a hundred percent like the first part of Shine Aqua Illusion. They've recycled the animation. Look, they're making a career out of that. So I'm just like, like, look, I don't mind recycled animation. Just don't act like we're not going to notice <laughs> that Shine Aqua Illusion. No, that's the forest weeping. Oh right, sorry, it's the crystal <laughs> forest weeping. You're right. Uh, yeah, we get the crystal forest weeping. We get um God. I guess, because it's a glowing golden light in the heavens speaking. <laughs> I guess so. No, I don't know. It is a light in the in the sky speaking to someone. Uh, except that, so yeah, then it looks even more like God because it's like a weird cloud with light bursting out of it. I like how I like how you say, yeah, this looks even more like God now <laughs> because we all know what that is. Like, yeah, we all we all agree. Right? Like it's like it's, it reminds me of weird. It's, it's a cloud with lights in it. It reminds me of like the you know the weird imagery you get in the Bible of like you know burning bushes and then strobe lights. Yeah, oh yeah, all the weird stuff from Revelations of very very weird looking stuff. I see God in this rainbow night. Yes, but then emerging from the cloud, it was really just Pegasus galloping through the sky in a in a smoke for some yeah. reason. 
in a smoke. The Pegasus name is Pegasus. Yeah. Okay. The one from mythology? No. I feel like they also you you mentioned recycling animation. I feel like is it me or did this episode also feature more than usual still imagery just like paused? I felt like there was many many uh, scenes that were just like like which is how this sequence ends. It he does like he rears back in the light and then it's just like freeze frame. Here's what I think is weird. The Pegasus is drawn Ve- like in the shape of a realistic horse yeah right yeah. <laughs> um which is weird because the human beings are anime characters and i don't know what an anime horse looks like but it's very weird to see anime characters interacting with a realistically drawn horse well i mean why is that weird like the the cars and the motorcycles and the houses and everything else are totally normal looking well that's weird too <laughs> <laughs> do you want the horse to have like big anime eyes uh, kinda. Should it have eight feet of legs too? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> totally. I the thing I wrote down was that it's a Shira looking horse, and I think the reason I wrote that is because you know Shira's horse looks like it goes with Shira. This horse also looks like it goes with Shira. <laughs> All right, I just googled anime horse to see if there's anything that looks. Oh, that's. that's uh, did bad you find news, the bro. horse boyfriend uh, romance game? Oh, that thing's great. I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't want to Google that. Oh, it's delightful. I'm not really fine. Most of the, everything I'm seeing, except for like when they anthropomorphize the horses into people, uh, they all just look like regular horses. It seems like generally in anime, they just draw horses like horses. Uh, Here's some equestria girls. That is not what I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Look, if you want to hear about that, I've got a whole other (laughs) podcast series where we deal with that stuff. Uh, So yeah. Lots of still pictures with various light effects. Uh, we see Chibi waking from a sleep uh, where she has been dreaming about this horse god. Uh, hey, here's a, here's a new development. Mm-hmm. She has a room. She has a room that looks like the attic. Yeah. Yeah, she sleeps in the attic now. But th- that's new. She used to sleep in Yusagi's bed with her every night, if you was remember. Was that every night? Which was also a little weird. Every time we ever saw her sleeping. that's true. And she would pee in it. <laughs> yep, I do remember that. That I remember. <laughs> but no, now now she's got her own her own setup. I guess they were like, if you're gonna stay indefinitely, like I, can I have my bed back? I'm gonna try to, you know, get frisky with Darian at some point. Get frisky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to be warmed up from last oh, episode, yeah. is what I'm saying. And it does make sense that they would put her in the attic because like they, this household only has two kids. It wouldn't make sense for them to have like an extra guest bedroom. Right, right. Uh, well, no, come on. Like, Tokyo is known for its large and spacious homes. <laughs> You're right. They definitely have extra space. I mean, they already have a very big home for Tokyo. Really You're right. Home. Good point. Uh, so, Chibi is asleep. She's dreaming about running down the street. Uh, she, in her ridiculous in pajamas. Her weird, like, PJs with the, like, you a cabbage collar. Aw. <laughs> it looks so cute on her, though. <laughs> What yeah? What is that? Is that? Let me let me see if like like pajama collar. She runs into the pastel upside down. <laughs> Wait, is Pegasus a demigorgon? I don't know. You would know more than I do, Shannon. And sees this horse that also has a jewel on its forehead, which is always a good sign. Because uh, they've never. It's an infinity ex- sign. <laughs> what? Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, they've never had any trouble with people with jewels on their foreheads ever. It's nope. always been a sign of friendliness. Can we can we talk about his horn too? Because like his horn is not, it it looks more like a piece of 
shrapnel that has been embedded in his brain than it, it does like dangerous. an animal horn. Yeah. <laughs> like it looks like a metallic shard has been shoved into his head. So Chibi explodes. <laughs> and uh her pajamas turn into her princess dress. Uh the the standard issue moon princess dress that all of them wear. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then she is uh, woken up, woken up inside. No wings. Can't no. wake up. <laughs> no. Uh, no. By uh, Usa- by by big sister Usagi, uh, and we get a, what I thought was a very like Usagi's like yeah come on we gotta go and starts helping Chibi get dressed and we get a wipe of <laughs> of the pajamas coming off and changing the scene which I thought I really liked that it was adorably funny but it was also like wait wait no don't okay so thank God. Uh, so it's a big day in Tokyo uh, because there's going to be. Is it Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> it could be. Nothing says it's not. You're right. There's no evidence that it is not Christmas Day. Every movie is a Christmas movie until proven otherwise. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you have to prove you're not a Christmas movie. That's right. I forgot. If a date is not given, <laughs> assume it's December 25th. Assume okay. I mean, no. Yeah. People are wearing very little clothing for it. Jupiter's legs are all the way out, like very long, as always. Grew- <laughs> oh, her outfit. That's my favorite outfit of hers. It's a good I one. grew up in South Carolina. Oh, that's true. You, we have had some warm Christmases before. Uh, what is the, what is the, actually, that's a good question. I don't know what the, the climate is like. No, it gets cold there in winter, doesn't it, in Tokyo? Yeah, I think so. Let's, 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 uh, let's find out what the temperature is right now. What, what is the temperature? I mean, it would be, this would be February. So, no, no, we were just saying it was Christmas a minute ago. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Hold me to my bit because nothing makes it a bit funnier than like researching it and supporting it with factual so, evidence. So, as of today, listen, behind the scenes, guys, it's, it's Darian's, my, my baby Darian's two month birthday. It's December 3rd. As of today in Tokyo, it is 45 degrees. Yeah. You know, so if, that's, if you're tough, you can wear shorts. Yeah, that's not that cold, um, <laughs> it, but it's you know it's chilly. But it's a very special day. Yes, is what I was trying to say twenty minutes ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it is the day of a a total solar eclipse, which, according to Ami, uh, I think I think Ami is the one who says it happens only once every few centuries no no mina says that thankfully is mina okay is that mina okay she she's and she's wrong about everything as always yes that (laughs) is that is incorrect i mean no no it's listen it's possible that she means from where we are in in japan yeah yeah like like you know a a relatively small area compared to the rest of the earth you saw the you you went for to the right viewing place for the recent solar eclipse right yes uh and it and you know what this is exactly what happened <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh the, the columbia south carolina was in the in the the path of the eclipse and i saw a bunch of people making dead moon circus jokes which is very nice oh nice i think i definitely made one uh but i got to see the uh eclipse like in the totality from the rooftop of a uh, a 10-story building nice um oh, cool. downtown columbia we're a little closer to there, it it's good and i will say <laughs> Uh, it was amazing. First of all, sure, sure. first amazing. Uh, second, a evil space circus 
did not appear, but there was a group of local witches doing magic on the state house lawn that was pretty great you, really? uh, in, in order to cast spells that would cause the collapse of capitalism. Nice. That's amazing. Did, Which, again, pretty close. <laughs> did a little uh, uh, plant in a coffee cup beam down at least? Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> they, there's going to be a, uh, a solar eclipse. Everybody's gathered on the hill. Everybody's having a good time. And not only are the Senchi and uh, Memoru there. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, also- wait. I'm sorry. No, you got to talk about there's because there's so much fun in this. The the adorable way that Usagi explains the eclipse to Chibi, and they you get this great visual of uh, the cartoon sun in the sky, and then she says it gets covered by the moon, and they the they like literally lower a curtain like it's a play. <laughs> that has stars drawn on and a little moon held onto it it's just so <laughs> adorable and awesome and then usagi pretends to be a ghost <laughs> for, for a hot because it's because during the eclipse it's a very scary and spooky time when... <laughs> i do like when they're just like oh well that's fake don't listen to usagi and usagi's just like that's what i what? think's real though that's fake they're all like oh no so they're like don't try to trick her and she's like what what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but they're not there alone. It's not Correct. just Usagi. But by the way, I, I'm pretty sure the cats talk in this scene. They're in a huge crowd. Oh, I'll have to look. I, I forgot to even notice. I'm that. pretty sure they do. They make an ex- amazing expression. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the cat. That might be Ray. Actually, uh, it's a little hard to tell. But they're not alone because this is not. This is not sailor business. This is just a fun time to hang out with your friends. So for the first time in a while, we see. Our boy Motoki. Yep, and his sister. Yeah, Motoki's sister, whose name I do not remember. Me neither. Uh, we should uh, probably see. look it up. Yeah, I mean, girl, uh, girl Fukuhara, I think is her name. <laughs> I also will say something else I really like about this art style that was really noticeable in this scene. All the characters have unique eyes now, and I just really like it. What? What do you mean? Yeah, everyone has unique eyes. Like, if you look at Rei and Usagi when they're talking to each other, Rei has different eyes than Usagi. Like, they're making the characters look more unique. Uh, okay. Unazuki Furuhata is, uh, is his sister's name. So they're there with uh, Motoki and uh, Unazuki just having a good time. And Unazuki starts, like, uh, starts like poking a little fun at Chibi because she had a... Uh, she had a dream. She had a fateful encounter in her dreams with a unicorn. <laughs> She's asking about... Whether she gets down, right? She's asking if she fucks. <laughs> no, no, she's basically being like, oh, are you embarrassed because you like a boy? Okay, see, I thought fateful encounter was a euphemism. Have you had that, you know, fateful encounter yet? Yeah, that, that one's on you, buddy. Okay, listen. No, she's, a, she's a child. It's have you met someone? I, listen, I'm happy to be wrong. <laughs> but uh, because then they start talking about, like, disappointing your parents if you... Yeah, because they're just joking. They're like, oh, like you're growing up. You're going to start dating and disappointing your parents. And they're just like embarrassing a little kid. Okay. They're not talking about sex. I thought they were talking about sex. <laughs> Yikes. Again, Jord, that's on you. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, to change the subject, uh, Mamo and Ray are doing their matching outfit thing again. She's asking if she gets down. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I thought she was saying. Uh but as I said, Mamo and Ray are wearing their matching outfits. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, it's uh, I mean, for, well, do you want to talk about Memo's outfit cuz it's terrible. He looks yeah, like he's Do you remember like it's it's like a uh, uh, Theo's cool shirt in that episode of the Cosby show? 
Oh god. No, I don't I don't think I saw that one. It's a very funny reference. Uh everyone's laughing right now. <laughs> uh the eclipse happens. Everybody's looking at it through their cool uh like little squares of of uh Wolder's goggles, uh which is very fun. And everybody's like, "Whoa, the eclipse is so cool." Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We left out an important uh part about the end of that conversation, which is uh, after they ask <laughs> Chibi if she gets down, uh, Matoki oh goes. God, <laughs> Matoki goes, uh, sister, aren't you talking about yourself? Because you've got a guy that you are the one crushing on, and that comes back up later. Okay, cool. Glad, glad we had to glad we had to make sure to specify that. So the eclipse happens. It comes back up later. It's a plot point. <laughs> so the eclipse happens, and uh, everything's dark. Except that there's, like, suddenly a gathering of clouds and, like, some lightning flashes, which nobody notices. Nope. And they even say later, they're like, hey, don't worry, nobody noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Someone just, like, they very loudly entered the room and were shocked when no one turned around to look at them. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I kind of love the design of this thing. It's a circus tent spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, a weird thing, like, a weird, like tower coming from the the bottom of it it's really cool which came first this or killer clowns from outer space probably killer clowns from outer space right well we know literally the exact date of this show airing so yeah but it's also from the manga okay yeah right so yeah 88 so i think killer clowns came first time i will say once we get like inside there like what my notes say it gets kuno iko ikara as hell because like it just looks like a crazy episode of utana in there and i love all of it yeah, and it's not very much like the manga, right? Like my wife was definitely sitting there going like this is not what the manga oh, was yeah, like. Oh yeah, this is a hundred percent different from the manga. Yeah, uh I love these interior shots. Cause cause well, cause no one notices this thing dropping out of the sky, but it does just set up in Tokyo and looks very much like a spaceship, and everybody's like, Oh cool, a circus tent. Yeah, the only one who notices is Yusagi, and even she barely notices. She's just like, Oh, look at that. Anyway. We start seeing a bunch of circus weirdos. We've got oh, a guy this. on a unicycle. Uh, then we've got a bunch of, like, are these masks? What are these? I don't know, but I, I love, love all of it. Yeah, I love these these three things that show up because they're, like, uh, they're like, these people are dogs raising their children to be monkeys. Which I think is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's very creepy and weird. Yeah, I love all these creepy-ass clouds. Uh, yeah, they don't realize that they're dogs. They're raising children to be monkeys. This place is full of dogs and monkeys. <laughs> and th- yeah, and then there's just a bunch of weird, creepy circus stuff happening. I am here for it. There's a guy with diamonds all over himself. There's a weird ballerina bear head monster. There's a guy with uh, she's my favorite. super long legs who can juggle and spit fire. There's acrobats balancing on each other's heads. There's a weird clock that's just in the background at one point. <laughs> An inflatable clown. Like, and, and the thing is, I don't know what, if any of these guys are going to be important or significant, because there's like two dozen of them. All individually designed, being huh. weird as hell. But the answer is none, right? Like they don't ever appear again, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like all the Lemuris or whatever they're called this season are vaguely circus themed, and some of them do get very weird and creepy, like this episode. But um, I can't remember if any of these guys show back up. So then there's a giant green elephant statue, <laughs> and from that emerges uh, Mumra, the ever living. I love her. Is that is that is that like some sort of like 
Is, I mean, is that supposed to mean something, the green elephant? Like, is that supposed to represent something that we understand, or is it just weird? I mean, really? I just assumed that it was because elephants are in the circus. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all that it is. Uh, so who who is this guy, Shannon? Uh, this is actually a woman. It's uh, Zarkonia. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, when the Amazon trio shows up, they they call her uh, Madam, Madam uh, Zircon, right? Yeah. Well, I definitely saw them call her Zirconia, but for some reason it didn't. Yeah, that that it's a lady. yeah. Also, uh, her her dress has like a face. Yep. Which is real weird. And her staff has a, a giant eyeball with wings that is on fire, which is also yep. pretty awesome. No, that's some biblical shit. <laughs> yes. yes. Like that is a winged flaming eyeball. I really like oh. her just for the fact that like there's finally like an ugly old woman instead of everyone having to be hot and like it doesn't bother her. She's like, yeah, whatever, this is me. I I have shit to do. So uh, she summons the Amazon trio. So we get uh, Tiger's Eye, uh, Fish Eye, and Hawk's Eye. Yes. Uh, Tiger's mm-hmm. Eye, Fish Eye, and Hawkeye from the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> played by Jeremy Renner. Played by, played by Lumpy Potato Jeremy Renner. <laughs> oh, poor Jeremy Renner. Oh. I mean, look, I'm not wrong. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong, but still. Can you imagine Jeremy Renner in this outfit? It'd be pretty funny. Well, I cut, like here's the thing, he he's wearing Hawkeye colors. He's dressed in purple, but <laughs> but Hawkeye doesn't usually wear a miniskirt. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, you say that like it hasn't <laughs> one million percent happened. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely seen a few outfits. It wasn't a miniskirt. It was like a old school uh, tunic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the my point actually being that Hawkeye is really wearing a a skirt like that's not even hey, like a little bit. Hey, here's my here's my question for you, Jordan. Yes. Uh, when Clint Barton, oh god, okay, Hawkeye, yes. yes, when he was Giant Man for a, for a little bit. Oh, did why he wear a skirt? Why did he then? use like a giant bow and arrow that shot telephone poles? <laughs> that shit is amazing. That's a great idea. I mean, was he Giant he Man or like, Goliath? I forget. Uh, he was Goliath, I think. Yeah. Still, that's like, a great idea. Also, hey, he's from the circus too, so maybe this is the same he is character. From the circus. <laughs> this is like Marvel Mongaver talk. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. So become Goliath because he was like, like he got bad at shooting arrows, right? Like he's still really good at shooting arrows. Presumably, he was. And he just decided because he just decided one day to stop being Goliath and go back to being Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so these, these, th- okay. Now let's talk about them for a second. Again, maybe all of this will become clear as we go forward. But right now, these these villains, who I think are great, I'm I'm way into them, are such a mismatch. Uh, I love that. Okay, yeah. Let's let's start, let's talk about start with tigers. Yeah, well, there's there's such a mishmash of stuff that doesn't like. I'm like, what does that have to do with that? And the answer is always nothing. They're called the Amazon Trio. Okay, so are they named after things in the Amazon? No. Do they dress like things? Or do they have anything to do with anything to do with the Amazon? No. Are they Amazons? No. Okay. I can have a slight answer. <laughs> sure. What do you got there? Uh, in the manga, they are transformed from animals. Okay. Like they. She gets animals from the circus and turns them into the Amazon trio. So I just imagine like the whole Amazon bit supposed to be like, well, they used to be animals. 
and all animals are from the Amazon. Okay. And it just sounded cool. So so it's because Amazon sounds like animal? <laughs> it just sounds like wild and ju- it's like a jungle and they're animals. One of them's a, a literal tiger. It's because... All- so, hang on, hang on. I'm still grabbing the <laughs> I don't know if they use that in the anime, but in the manga, she like grabs a tiger and turns it into a human. <laughs> I, feel like, so, I feel like they might, wait, wait, that might wait, be still wait, the case. Wait, wait. She was like, hey, I'm going to take a tiger, a very scary predatory animal, and yes. turn it yep. into a dude. Yes. And he's going to be tiger's eye. Yep. And I'm going to take a hawk, a hunting bird that can fly silently uh, and, and, and you know, with powerful talons and turn that into a dude. And then I'm just going to get a fish. <laughs> Yep. Yes, a fish, uh, and uh, okay, turn them into a trio of creeps. <laughs> so, so uh, they also all have two little color marks on their faces, which is interesting. But I'm like, I don't know what that represents or means or is, but it's just a thing they all have. And then again, there's what they do, which I look forward to talking about when we get to the next scene they appear in because it's amazing. Uh, so they all just show up, and they're all. I guess they're all kind of acrobaty a little bit, right? Well, like okay. they're all so, so Tiger's thin. eye looks like he could be like a circus performer. Like he he looks sure. like Craven the Hunter, basically. <laughs> like different, you know, animal patterns, headband, elf ears, whatever. Hawk's Hawk's eye looks like a uh like a circus soleil dude. He's got like, you know, the the big pointy purple hair and the the you know the miniskirt and everything. Well, I, I mean, I see that's the thing. I f- I look. I think he. Well, okay, go ahead. Keep going. Well, then Fish Eye is just wearing like <laughs> like a full body bubble goose. <laughs> she's like the Michelin Man. Yeah, she's yes. <laughs> she's wearing like a full body like puffy vest. I think Fish Eye is supposed to be a dude, if I remember correctly. No, really? I think no. there's a whole thing where at least I think so. It's either like. I think it's a man that will later dress as a woman a lot, but he'll still like in Japanese call himself Boku. Let me look. Let me look. I might be misremembering. I re- I do remember in the, holy shit, the, you're right. Yeah, in one of the musicals, it's a big deal where they're just like, "You act all feminine. Are you a man?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm a man who likes men. Get over it. Who cares?" Yeah, uh, I'm. All the wikis just absolutely straight up are like, "Yeah, he, 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 and his." I just never would have guessed that. Yeah, like it's if we're look, I'm I'm like batting five hundred with gender in this episode and I apologize for that. But like is voice actors a woman, right? I don't know actually. I, I think listen, I think we're I, I don't think this is I don't think this is on us in that I think that I don't think that you're supposed to know immediately that this is a Nope. Nope. Yeah. I am looking at a picture of Akira Ishida right now. Uh and uh he is a gentleman. So that's, again, uh, look, I think we've all learned a lesson about making assumptions right now. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's definitely something that Fisheye plays with. And Fisheye is my favorite of the Amazon trio because he's the most interesting. I I don't like Tiger's Eye at all. And I'll talk about that later in this episode. All right. Uh, So we get these three dudes. uh, And they're... (laughs) I like how you said they're animals who have been turned into three creeps. That is accurate. (laughs) Yep. But what Madame Zirconia wants is for them to go find beautiful dreams. So we have gone from pure hearts, which are which are the very literalized version of an abstract concept, to just a concept. Well, we went <laughs> energy, and then what did they want? And then oh, crystal points, which was like 
yeah we went from energy like energy to energy to crystal points to pure hearts to beautiful beautiful dreams dreams. well don't they say that um pegasus is hiding in people's dreams well they i don't think they've officially said they're looking for pegasus yet but oh i didn't know they were looking for pegasus spoiler oh sorry i mean it's fine look there's only so much they could be they, looking they're for. saying we're looking for we're looking for the, the this person who went there and he's hiding in someone's beautiful dreams so you need to find someone guys there's only a handful of people who have beautiful dreams only a handful yeah. in the entire fucking world so this shouldn't be that hard because he's hiding in one of those beautiful dreams okay you definitely find people's dreams by looking at headshots at them and just <laughs> judging them very accordingly i really love that scene because like okay because when uh, Madame Zirconia is like, hey, I need you to go find beautiful dreams, uh, Fisheye goes, we need to go find beautiful dreams? And Madame Zirconia is like, yep, no further explanation. <laughs> go get to work. There are as many humans uh, as there are stars in the dream. sky, but there's only a handful of people not, with beautiful dreams. Not true. <laughs> Very untrue. And that, weirdly enough is where we get our act break. Oh. So much horse. <laughs> There's so much horse in this show now. Uh, so, Jordan. Yes. Uh, how can people make sure that we have a very Merry Christmas? What they can do is they can go to patreon.com slash sailor business and they can support us for even as small of an amount as $1 a month and up to as much as $375 a month. That is our top limit. I'm, I mean, you could give more, actually. Like, it's nope. up to you. No, $375. That's, that's where I, I draw the line. I mean, if somebody gave us $375, I'd be like pretty stoked. <laughs> Uh, no, so there is no upper limit. But but any amount that you can give, if you are a fan of the show, we are thrilled to have your support. Yeah. And there are all sorts of levels at which you can support us that will get you different rewards from cut content from the show, of which there is some this episode. Some that no one's ever going to hear. What? Which part? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. At the $5 level, you do get access to bonus audio uh, and... Fun stuff uh, like the uh, the Dan Scrolls for Xeno Warrior Business, a, a annotated uh, version of the ones we read on the show by Dan Casino. Uh, the $15 level, you get a pin. And I, I guess we should start. We said we were going to maybe do a new pin next year. So I guess we should start looking yeah. at maybe doing that. It's December. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe we'll do a Xeno one this time. Uh, I know that's what uh, that's what Allison's been pushing for. So yeah. I'm, I'm into it. We've got a really good Sailor Moon one. I guess we'll just have to let people choose if they want the Sailor Business or the Xena Business pin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh let's see that's uh, yeah patreon.com slash sailor business go over there kick in a couple dollars if you can that would be nice uh jordan all right uh in lieu of doing twitter questions here's what i would like to do you can shoot it down if you want but uh, i don't want I, i'm gonna shoot it down <laughs> why i don't i don't know i, I don't <laughs> trust you i want you to i want you to take the free personality test so we can find out which sailor scout you are God, why? Because I want to know which Sailor Scout you are. Fine. Okay, I put the link in. God. (laughs) We're going to go fast. We're going to go fast. Oh, it takes less than 12 minutes. This is great. This is the worst audio. Everyone's going to hate this, Jordan.
Uh, listen, everybody, while he's filling this in, you can go to 16personalities.com. That's the the test we're using. And then you can also Google uh, Sailor Moon MBTI, and that's the chart that I'm going to be consulting when he gets his results. Go to patreon.com slash sailor business to hear the entire seven minutes of Chris taking this test. It was a journey. Here we go. Results. I'm a debater. <laughs> and what what is the code for that? What is the the, the three di- three letters or four letters? I mean, uh, I got ENTP dash T. ENTP. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's amazing. Here's why: on the Sailor Moon chart, they list that as the visionary, quick, alert, and outspoken, good at brainstorming and outlining all That's available right. options. That's right. No, no. Have a keen sense of humor, tend to be charming and well-liked, direct, honest, and rational. It is not Ray. It's Makoto? They list that as Artemis. <laughs> which Artemis makes... Is not charming or well-liked. Which makes you and me Luna and Artemis, according oh to this God. test. Aww. <laughs> Shannon, do you happen to know yours off the top? Uh, yeah, it's INFP. INFP, which, according to them, makes you Mamoru, the healer. Okay. <laughs> you don't sound that into it. I was the, that was the sound of mildly crushing disappointment. So I, I for some reason, I always thought I was an F, which is uh, feeling versus thinking. But uh, Lynn, this is my friend Lynn, yelled at me about it and was like, no, you're a T. Uh, and when I took this test, it was like, yeah, you're a T. So I got ESTJ, which is Luna. The the little result, like, look, I think a lot of these tests are bullshit, but the little oh, result sure, sure. They're is just fun. a little picture of a smarmy looking dude with his eyebrow raised saying, may I put out a flaw in your argument? Which is extremely <laughs> fucking accurate. <laughs> wow. Okay. These are often bullshit, but that doesn't sound that bullshit yep, to me. That one, no, this one got me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, oh, one of the, one of the personality traits here is opportunity is missed because it looks like hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the easy way out, eh? Yep. That's look. Yes. Uh, strengths: knowledgeable, quick thinker, original, excellent brainstormer, charismatic, and energetic. Weaknesses: very argumentative, <laughs> sensitive, <laughs> tolerant. Well, that's rude. Can find it difficult to focus. Yes. Dislike practical matters. Yep. That's oh boy. pretty, pretty amazing. All right. So let's get a couple cats back to the action. You ready? Uh, Shannon, any, any thoughts? I don't know. I guess, I'm a, I guess I'm a Mara now. Shannon, did you have fun listening to me take a personality test? Oh, I was checking my Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, wow. That's sad. <laughs> now I feel really bad about it. Well, at any rate. That's no, cool. I made two new furnitures. Uh, maybe Jake can put some music under that or do anything <sighs> that would make anyone care. Oh, I made a little table and I made a fence. You could probably just like replace it with that kashing sound effect and we'd be fine. All right, back to the show. <laughs> the supers stands for super so much horse. <laughs> That doesn't really make as much sense this season. Uh, no, it doesn't. Um, yeah, I don't think I had a new joke. Right away. You, okay. It's been a while since we were in season one, but we talk about season one all the time. And one of the reasons is because I love obsessing over what the Dark Kingdom is like as a workplace. 
this episode actually starts showing us what the dead moon circus is like because from there we cut to a bar <laughs> yes. the amazon trio are like sitting around at a bar drinking and looking at all these pictures trying to figure out who has beautiful dreams i love yes. this this weird jazz bar that they hang out in it, it's it's so amazing and hilarious I, I love it. I love that that's where they go to do their jobs. Like, it's not even like, oh, we're done for the day. This is like them going, we got to let's get started to the bar. Uh, and I really like that Tiger's Eye is like, yeah, uh, I just picked a bunch of cute girls. <laughs> yep. Yep. And they keep giving him shit for it. And he's like, I don't care. Let's go after this one. She's real cute. Although uh, she's still way too young. That's not good. Oh yeah, this is all very concerning. <laughs> yes, my my I, my wife was like, "This is really disturbing and and gross and predatory." And when you say, "And this is all very concerning," by this you mean the television show Sailor Moon. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> yeah, specifically this one. Um, also, I love I, another thing about the bar. I love is I love that like weird illegible logo. Yeah, I love that thing. The weird neon like eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like that looks kind of like it says something, except it's like, what is that? No, it says nothing. It's like scribbles. Well, I was trying to think, is it the eyeball, but with fire, but the fire is underneath, maybe? I don't know. I think no, it's just weird. So it turns out the girl is in Azuki. And they're <gasps> going to be going after her. Oh, no. Because coincidence is the gasoline that drives the engine of the show. <laughs> She's going to have a fateful encounter. Ugh. She is. So uh, we cut from there to Fruit Parlor Crown, uh, which is the <laughs> dessert restaurant, I guess, where Unazuki works. That Andrew's parents own. Yeah, because the 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 Fruit Hata family they got they got the property on lock in uh, in Juban. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I honestly, I that's so again we we t- we did an episode recently about uh, fan theories. That's one that again that I'm like I just accept that now that they own the the arcade and the little cafe here the motoki's family is rich yes yes uh so they uh well they uh usagi and chibiusa are there and they're kind of like uh trying to find out about unazuki's faithful encounter and she says that she's gone out with with a guy and they've (laughs) things went well a few times but he's never told me he loves me (laughs) but but they keep it kind of dirty listen i don't think i was totally out of hand by thinking that you're talking sex Yes, because you were out of hand when you said it about the child. I thought she was saying it about the child. But again, Yusagi goes, How's it going with that boyfriend? And she goes, I can't talk about it in front of a kid. And she goes, Oh, so you're at the place where you can't talk about it in front of a kid, eh? I mean, yeah, okay, you got you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the way she talks, she's like, Yeah, we've gone out like twice, and he hasn't told me he loves me, and I wear his picture in a locket around my neck, which yes. is a little intense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's not my boyfriend. I just wear his yeah. face on my person at all times. She's obsessed with him, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's, again, concerning is the word for it. She's an episode full of creeps. And then uh, Chibiusa says, just because you're a girl doesn't mean you have to wait for a prince on a white horse, which the prince is going to be the white horse, isn't it? I know. I mm. and, and, then, and then, again, they go, Yusagi goes, have you been reading my books intended for adult adults again? Which... Again, I'm assuming she means like romance novels, but I in my but because like the the thing that she said was kind of like self help advice. I, part of me was like imagining that she was reading like self help books, and she, she'd be like, "Ooh, this is exciting." 
And she's like, hey, look, you just need to self-actualize. <laughs> you need to take this personality test and record it for several people to listen to. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I love the response, which is uh, Unazuki going, Chibiusa, you're pretty aggressive. <laughs> okay. Also okay. true. So from there, we cut to she's riding uh, Matoki's sister. Unazuki, you said? Unazuki, yeah. Unazuki's riding the bus home. I don't know why she doesn't... Well, you know, I was going to say, I don't know why she doesn't have her well, she, own car. She canonically doesn't have a car. But exactly, yeah, that is canon. Yeah, that's, uh, that's canon. <laughs> that's for real. That's not head canon. Um, and Tiger's Eye is on the bus stalking her. Now, w- let's time for Fashion Corner, Chris. <laughs> my oh, notes... Yeah. Well, go ahead, Shannon. I was going to say, my notes say, great value, Maxwell Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly right. My favorite thing. Okay, we're, get, we're he's going to say this again in a second, but like, you know, when you're following someone, when you're like trying to scope out a situation, you want to be inconspicuous. So you're just going to wear your largest dangly earrings. Yes. Uh, you're going to wear they're going to wear a ring on every finger yep. with two on the index finger, three bracelets and four necklaces. Look, what else is he going to wear the statement jewelry? It's so much jewelry. It's insane. We, yeah, me, my wife and I both both were talking. We had fo- freaked out and focused on his jewelry, but we both noticed different things. She was like, "Oh my god, all those rings!" And I was like, "No, those are the giantest earrings I've ever seen on a human being." Well, he's not a human being. No, they're because they're like huge earrings, <laughs> and then they have a huge dangling right, part. Right, yeah. right. Like the the main circle part of the earring is like bigger than a silver dollar, and then they have giant ivory teardrops coming off of them. Yeah. It's like the jewel on Katzi's forehead. Yes, yes. It's huge. To be fair, these are the same people that dropped a circus tent into the middle of Tokyo and no one noticed. So he might just be like, no one's going to notice. And he's right. And I kind of love that. Like, yeah, yeah. I do genuinely love, based on this episode, that everything they do is like weird circus people, uh, like con artist like over the top nonsense, right? Like are, are these are these guys are carny trash, is what they are. <laughs> yeah. He picks her pocket. Yeah. He picks her pocket. He steals her wallet so that he can swoop in as the uh and and be like, oh hey, you dropped this. And she's like, oh thank you so much. And then God, what when does he say it? Because at one point, it, I think it's after he is this later. Yeah, I think it's it's later that he says my favorite line of the episode. I think I know which one you're talking about. Uh after he like okay it's Chibiusa and, and Usagi are out walking around at night. It's whatever. Why? Yeah. Why are they? Um, what are they doing? Why are they? Why are they I think going? Just out? walking home. I think they just hung out with Unazuki until she got off at work. They're just enjoying the empty streets of Tokyo at night. Yes. No. No. This is this is stupid and important because of how dumb it is. Chibi is literally walking around, going, "Wasn't there a forest and a lake here in the middle yep. of Tokyo? Wasn't there a forest here?" And Usagi's like, mm-hmm. "No." <laughs> Well, to be fair, there is a giant park with a time travel pond. Maybe she was thinking of the crater from last season. <laughs> there you go. She's thinking of that. But I wouldn't describe, well, I was going to say I wouldn't describe that as a forest. But you know, what's funny about that is they specifically go, there's not a forest. And then cut back to the scene of Unazuki and Tiger's Eye surrounded by trees. <laughs> In the park. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So it is a In the song. park where like, at this point, we're fucking three full years into this. You got to be like, hey, I'm not going to that park. <laughs> Like, do you remember two years ago when, like, 46 comatose people were found in that park over the span of six months? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From there, we cut back to Tiger's Eye and Unazuki. 
and he is using a whip to uh to remove her backpack and then is doing like magic tricks like he does the whole outfit change magic trick with the little curtain that appears and i I genuinely love this and we'll get more to that in a second but uh my favorite thing is that he says don't worry i'm no one suspicious (laughs) (laughs) you're plenty suspicious is her response and i love it the thing that reminds me of it's uh my favorite line in casino royale is where uh le chief who is Mads Mikkelsen, he's the, the villain, is crying blood. Uh, and he's playing poker with a guy, and the guy notices it, and he goes, oh, don't worry, it's nothing sinister. Merely a derangement of the tear duct. A derangement. <laughs> and it's like, that's the creepiest way you could describe the fact that you are craw- crying blood, including the term, I am crying blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and to her credit, Unazuki goes, you're no one suspicious. <laughs> You're very suspicious. You are wearing a Craven the Hunter outfit and attacking me with a whip. Um, oh, can we uh, also, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier, too. Speaking of his crazy earrings, he's wearing razor blades as earrings now. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's part of his default look. Razor blade earrings. Okay. That's his step down from the uh, <laughs> showcase. Yeah, this is this is every day. This is, yeah. Yeah, this this is normal, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Usagi and Chibiusa show up. They transform. And uh, Unazuki gets bondaged up like like manacled to a coffin shaped pillar that rises from the earth well, this is it's very like knife thrower this is uh this is also his one two three attack which yeah. is a, a yes. thing uh as you will soon learn uh and yeah so the first first up comes this this slab and it locks her in and then you know as we all know right we all have a mirror that lives in our chest that leads to our dreams a big torso-sized magic mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the size, yeah, the size of your torso, and it just comes out of your torso, and from there, that's how one could observe one's dreams. Yeah, you just poke your head in and look around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just a thing. And then Usagi shows up, and with Chibiusa, and he refers to them as a couple of pumpkins. Yeah, which I what? thought was very funny. Oh, no transformation though. No, no transformation sequence. Yeah, no time for that. Too much shit to get in in this. <laughs> So then he summons our monster of the week, who is Karakuriko. And I love her. She's amazing. She's great. She's amazing. She's okay. This is the first time in a really long time that we have had a villain, like a monster, who is not only like genuinely creepy and kind of terrifying, but that doesn't look like a person in makeup or a person in a suit like that you yeah. couldn't do on common writer or power rangers you know yeah, yeah. she's a weird marionette with no midriff yeah. uh and like her body comes apart and her head turns around and at one point she starts like like i mean basically vomiting swords yeah <laughs> yes like it's she's so creepy and so well designed but like because like it's sailor moon that come out of her mouth yeah, yeah. <laughs> But because it's Sailor Moon and it's uh, Ikuhara, like she's still kind of sexy. Yep. <laughs> like, but like with weird circus monster, she does have like puppet boobs, like where they're outlined. Yeah, exactly. Like, are they like? I don't know if she's wood carved boobs or if they're drawn on. It's a little hard to tell, but very weird. Yeah. So all of her limbs like attack separately, and it's like actually like really creepy because like her hands grab Usagi, and like then her legs are like running down Chibiusa. Like it's <laughs> I really like the this entire fight. I think it's awesome. Yeah. But then before she can stab Usagi with her mouth blade, 
in comes a rose. This rose is pitched. It's so weird that that's the only character we have a musical cue for. Because <laughs> you love him so much. Uh, this rose is pitched like harder than any rose has ever been pitched before. Like it's a fucking rose that comes spinning in and like smashes into this girl's face and like knocks her aside. I like that it doesn't stick in her though. Like the no. rose part smashes her in the face instead. And I like his reveal too because he's 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 doing his full Batman and he's he's <laughs> he's a shadow at the top of a lamppost that is out and then the lamppost flickers on revealing him. It's, it's pretty, pretty great. great. <laughs> That's why it took him so long to show up. He had to climb up the whole way. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I love that. Okay, Tiger's Eye is wearing, uh, like like a like dance pants. Like he's got like tiger stripe, <laughs> like like tiger stripe tights with like a like trunks over it. He's got what looks kind of like a straight jacket, but like cut with like a, a scoop neck. That's weird. He's got on razor blade earrings. Uh, a huge necklace, a headband, uh, and like some some like things on his shoulder, like ribbons on his shoulders that are tied under his armpits. And he goes, "What's with that lame Playboy outfit?" <laughs> <laughs> and Tuxedo Mask, whose hat is like so huge, oh yeah, in the scene goes, "Quiet, you're in no position to judge me." <laughs> Which is like the realest memory has been since he was riding the train at the amusement park. Then he says, <laughs> I am the rose that slashes evil. Which is a fun He's line. He's really been working on his intro. <laughs> it's a fun line, but it's like, that's not, that doesn't actually mean anything, <laughs> dude. Roses <laughs> are not known for slashing. Like, that's not a thing. We know that you are a guy who throws roses, so we can roll with you on this, but come on. Like, you could do better than this. And then he gets in, like, the Whip versus Kane fight, mm-hmm. and he ends up disarming uh, Tiger's Eye. But the Whip wraps around a tree that Tuxedo Mask's shadow is on and holds his shadow in place so that Tuxedo Mask himself can't move. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. That's like, cool. I loved that. Because it's like weird magic shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way fun. Uh, meanwhile, Chibi is uh, about to be crushed by this marionette's thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. So Tiger's Eye wanders over to Unazuki and uh, grabs hold of that mirror and just pokes his head into it to, to look in her dreams like you do. And I love that he's like turning it all weird. And I love that it's like, again, this is the kind of thing that you couldn't do with like suit actors. But it also looks like a magic trick, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That he's like sticking his head in there and it's vanishing. Yeah. So he goes, all right, that's a beautiful dream you've got there. The guy I'm looking for is not hiding in there. So I have to kill you so that when I do find what dream he's hiding in, he can't run away and then rehide in your dream. In your beautiful dream. Yeah. 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 Like, like, okay, that follows. Yeah. So then uh, uh, the, the monster is going to. Uh, kill everybody the part where her like, hand comes out of her her torso is weird i love it it's so i love that so looking. much it's great oh yeah it's so creepy <laughs> i i like again i think this is like i hope the rest of the monsters in this season like at least come close to this because this is a super well-designed but super creepy monster they kind of range some of them get really weird and kind of stupid well but that's just sailor moon still sailor moon yeah <laughs> So Chibi's like, oh my god, we're gonna die. Please, someone, come protect us. And uh, I guess God himself comes out of the sky. Of course, God. As the shepherds watch their flocks by night, uh, an angel of the Lord appears and says, fear not, 
No, but it's equally deus ex machina. Basically, Pegasus appears and just goes, oh, uh, you guys are super Sailor Moon now. You know the show about female superheroes? You know what would be great? If they cried for help and a dude showed up and saved them. But what if the dude was a horse? <laughs> it's a horseman. I mean, look, to be fair, Shannon, Yeah. I get what you're saying. That does frequently happen throughout the show. <laughs> now, Sailor Moon, my work here is done. So yes, not only do we get Super Sailor Moon, we get Super Chibi Moon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and I love to see the mass reaction to this, just in case you don't get it. He goes, he turned the two of them into Super Sailor Moons? <laughs> <laughs> so then she gets the magic, this new wand that sort of looks like halfway between a wand and a sword. Oh, I love it. And then she does a move, but it doesn't have a name, or if it does, they haven't given it yet. It's just like this, I'm holding it, and then I thrust it, and then a laser blast shoots out of it. My favorite part is that Chibiusa is just like holding it onto her shoulders, be like, I'm here for moral support. Yep, yep, yep. I support you in this action. Because well, it looks almost like she's pulling it back like an arrow, but yeah, she just like thrusts it forward and laser blasts uh, the monster. And the monster yells... The, cat, the new catchphrase, everybody. New catchphrase for the monster. Stage out. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? That is not a thing. Yeah, that is not a Well, because they're like performers, so they're getting off stage. Exit stage left or something. Stage out does not. Oh, I like it. Okay. No, I like it. It's just not a thing. It definitely isn't, but they're trying. Uh, and then in another amazing moment, uh, Tiger's eyes just looks at this and goes, that's not good. And then backflips into another dimension. <laughs> he's he's out. It's great. He's stage out. So then everything uh, turns back to normal. And then Tuxedo Mask looks at the Pegasus and goes, what is that? <laughs> and it's like, what, have you never seen a, like a, 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 a trapper keeper? Like, come on, it's a fucking Pegasus. I think it's still a little different to see like a Lisa Frank drawing and then look up and it's standing there in front of you. I mean, it would be, but like, then yeah, he guess. looks over and sees his superhero girlfriend and their daughter from the future. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. still not like a Pegasus, though. That's like a mythical creature. Sure, sure. I feel like they haven't established that yet. So like, this is the first time that's happened. So they unsuper, and then... uh Chibi gets a whisper in her mind saying not to tell anyone that she's met the horse before. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she lies to her mother about knowing the horse. She says she doesn't know. Creepy. Hey, little girl, lie to your mom about that time we met. In the yeah, always, always something that you want to hear. And that's the end of the episode. Like, that's it. There's a new uh, end song, but I don't like it as much because I, it's, in, it's, a, it's a Chibi ending song. Like she gets to be the ending. The song is fine. The song is is a, is, a, is a good song. It's not as good as it's some no, of the other ones. But. It's no maiden's policy. No, that's no, for no. damn sure. It's what is the what is the uh, what is the the English phrase they say there? I always forget. Baby, baby, love. Baby, baby, yeah. love. Baby, baby, love. Yeah. All right, so that brings us to the end. So, Jordan, maybe you can uh, do that, uh, do a cover of this one. Maybe you'll learn to like it more. I, listen, now that we have that. Uh... Again, the song isn't a bad song. It's just I don't like that the entire ending sequence is focused on Chibi dreaming of a fucking horse. Get used to it. I know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the end of the episode, and uh, that means it's time for us to talk about what we learned. It's time for Sailor Business says, Shannon, what did you learn from this episode? 
Uh, I learned that if you're going to stalk someone, be sure to wear your best statement pieces. <laughs> yep, that's good advice. Okay, Jordan, what did you learn? I learned sometimes, you know, you can't just wait around for a man. You have to settle for a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that what the advice she gave? It was something like that. Chris, what did you, what did you, what did you learn, Chris? Uh, I learned something very similar to Shannon Manor. I learned that uh, Coco Chanel was bullshit. Uh, when you're getting ready to leave the house, look at yourself in the mirror and put six things on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was episode 128, Meeting of Destiny, The Night Pegasus Dances. Uh, I fucking loved it. This <laughs> this is my favorite episode in a long time. It's uh, it's weird. It moves super fast. Uh, the monster is great. The new villains seem really cool. Uh, I, you know, all the chibi stuff is actually really fun. Like there's so much horse in it, but like, you know, we can't really get around that one. I thought, yeah, I, I thought this episode's great. I think it is. Uh, I, I really, despite what you're saying, Shannon, it's giving me very high hopes for supers. Yeah, that's forward. cool. This is a good episode, but I don't know. Supers just disappoints me and I'm going to be the odd man out that I'm not a big fan of the Amazon trio. Everything they do kind of creeps me out in a way that I didn't want in Sailor Moon. I don't know. Just everything about the Tiger's Eye does just feels predatory and like not in a fun way. Oh, he's super predatory. Oh, yeah. No, he's a super creep. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, he's he's the he's the bad guy. And I think I you can get a little bit of leeway. I actually don't think he's as bad as like Nephrite. Yeah, I don't like Nephrite either. Who is like legitimately hell bent on seducing a 14 year old. Didn't he redeem himself? Yeah, I, I don't like him no, either. Right? Did we did we feel like he did redeem himself or no? I can't remember. Uh, I mean, the show certainly felt like he did, but I don't think I, don't. I did. Okay. Uh, so, Shannon, any uh, additional thoughts on the episode? Uh, no, I like this episode. It is fun. Um, I think just all the problems I have with Super S are just like where the all the stuff that kind of creeps me out stays there for the whole season where I'm just like, uh, uh. And I just also hate Pegasus. T- take a look at the link I just uh, sent you guys or I sent you guys a little bit ago. Oh, the shirt. Yeah, you can get a shirt of the Amazon Trio symbol, which I like. I really do like it's a that cool logo. logo. Yeah, because it, it it appears like on all the stuff when he's like you know summoning the magic props, his magic show mm-hmm. props that he's got. Um, Jordan, any thoughts? Y- yeah, uh, it's off to a fun start. I, I, I yeah, the guy, the bad guys are creepy. I I like though that they're how creepy they are. So I'm enjoying it so far, and. Uh, I I just I going in knowing that it's so much chibi is a little bit like the but what are you gonna do? I I think it's uh, a lot of fun. I don't know. Like I like I'm really excited about it because like the thing is you want the new challenge to be interesting, and I think the fact that they like for, it's very interesting. <laughs> but I also like the fact that they you know they lose the Holy Grail, so Usagi uh, at least as far as we know loses the ability to turn into super sailor moon without you know all the sailor saturn stuff that's going on at the end of of the last season but you know now something is happening that can do it again and i'm curious to see why or if it's explained or uh or whatever is gonna happen i think it's i think it's pretty fun why wait wait why what why pegasus can turn her into super sailor moon oh i mean i don't remember but my guess is just because he's bullshit powerful and he just goes hey you're seller super seller moon now don't worry about it but we'll find we'll out, find out. <laughs> uh, 
Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. Before we get out of here, can you tell everyone where they can find you online, uh, should you wish to be found? Uh, sure. You guys can find me on Twitter at Shannon Maynard. I have a new Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Shannon Maynard, where I'm putting like a bunch of art stuff up and I'm doing it. Uh, I'm starting to do like mini comics and stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I'm actually about to finish my first one, so I'm pretty excited. Awesome. What else do I have? Oh, I'm on two podcasts. I'm on Cool Kids Table, which is a RP- we play tabletop RPGs. We're doing one right now based on the uh, Sailor Moon RPG system, which is very terrible, but we're having fun. And uh, I'm also on Kingdom Smarts, where I explain Kingdom Hearts to Jake. Uh, Jake, speaking of which, is the producer of this show. You can find him on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He also does a bunch of other podcasts like, for example... The Morphin Grid. Uh, Pokemon World Tour. Pokemon World Tour United. Uh, those other two that Shannon talked about. Hard Reboot Inspector. Hard, hard, hard Reboot Inspector are also ones he does. We're going to get this down. We're going to get this down. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. And Chris, what about you? Uh, you can find me by going to the-isb.com. That's T-H-E-I-S-B.com. And it has links to my Twitter and my Tumblr. My Amazon wish list. If, you know, the spirit moves you, just saying. <laughs> it also has links to you know, the comics that I write, the uh, columns that I write around the web, stuff like Deadpool Bad Blood, the new Darkhawk book that's out as a one-shot for Marvel Legacy. Uh, Jordan mm-hmm. worked on both of those as an editor, and I wrote them with my writing partner, Chad Bowers. So lots of good stuff out there. Agreed. Now, listen, guys, uh, Chris and I haven't talked about this yet, but I f- figure I'm just going to mention, this is probably going to be the last episode of the year. Is it? Well, I think so because uh, the next week it, it would be on Christmas, and I don't know if we're going to have one on Christmas. That's right. Christmas Day is a moon day this year. <laughs> yes. Whereas I think it would be a lot easier to get one for New Year's Day or or December 31st, even. So this might be the last one of the year. Okay. In which case, we love you. Is Is that a thing we do? <laughs> Thank our listeners for listening to us all year. Yeah, oh, that's right. We did, like, uh, yeah, like I forgot that we kind of did that and got all emotional at the end of uh, at the end of the year every time. This is we've been doing this show since 2014, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds accurate. Yeah, like we've been. I mean, we've been doing it for at least 128 weeks plus a couple other months. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, so yeah, like this has been great. Like, um. You know, I say it, I've said it before, but this show has been really positive, uh, a really positive influence in my life. You know, it's like people like Shannon and I have become really good friends because of this show. I've become closer to a lot of uh, my existing friends, uh, folks like like Annie and Betty and, and, and even Juliet, who hasn't been on the show in a while. Uh, so, yeah, it's like it's it's, you know, Jake has become like, yeah. a, a, like a good pal. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to talking to him about uh, James Bond stuff. It's, it's been it's been a year. It sure has been a year, everybody. Nope. Uh, but we made it through together, and uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna be back for the next one too. We're gonna get through that one together too. So thank you for listening, and thank you for staying with us. Whether you're a, a Patreon backer or not, whether you're you're just somebody who listens and enjoys the show, whether you've written in, whether you've tweeted at us, uh, just thanks for for being here with us and and having some fun. Absolutely. We, we did I just get a, did I just level up from that heartfelt statement? <laughs> <laughs> this is my alarm for my medicine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's quite all right. We shouldn't keep you any longer. No, Thank welcome. you all so much for listening. We honestly we do love you and we love doing the show and we're glad other people love listening to it as much as we love doing it. So Thank you. Probably 
probably significantly more than I love doing it. Oh, wow. All right. Well, we can quit <laughs> if you want. I mean, it's fine. Uh, yeah, we're going to be back next week. We've got uh, guests booked for all of uh, Super S coming up, uh, including uh, uh, Shannon. It won't be long until you're back, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> uh, more horse uh, opinions. Actually, are you? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think you're scheduled for the rest of the season. Oh, shit. <gasps> so, well, I'm glad you got in But here. you know what? You'll probably be back in some form. <laughs> I am always available. Uh, so thanks a lot, guys. Uh, have a great holiday. Have a great year. Thank you for enjoying Sailor Business. We'll be back with something. I think we should do some kind of Christmas special. Maybe something short. All right. Well, uh, we'll, t- we'll, we'll figure it out. If you have suggestions, write in. But we will have already recorded it by now. Yeah, it's too late. It's too late. Don't go right in. We'll be back next time with an episode called Super Transformations Again, Pegasus's Power. Uh, which has the return of a character we have not seen since season one. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. <laughs> it's so much better than the song we usually play. And that's not wow. an insult. This just happens to be the best wow. song ever recorded. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's my favorite song, dude. Of all time? Of all time. 